This week on the Pushball Legs Podcast, we talk about <clears throat> functional training, six-figure fit pros, Dan's catfish story, and we answer a quick question on supplements. So functional. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. Did you have a good uh, podcast last week, Tom? It was uh, well received. <laughs> Great podcast about you. It was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, All the best podcasts seem to be when I'm not there. So I'll <laughs> do something to that. Most listened to, anyway. Um, no, actually, yeah. you were there for the most listened to. All, all, all top yes. three of them, mate. All the top three, you, you were present. Of course. I am yeah. an ever-present, so... That's only because my mum listens to the ones that I'm in, so <laughs> it takes us from three to four. I know, know, exactly. Three to four listeners flying high, so that's, that's, that's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. All right, what are we doing? What are we doing today, Mr. Meek? Uh, we're recording on the Tuesday night, ready for the Wednesday morning. Uh, so prepared, as always. So prepared. I've been up since half five, just got in. We're literally so busy, like, it's um, just ridiculous. It's, it's isn't crazy, it? crazy. We, I realised that we were both probably free on, on the weekend. I wasn't doing much, to be honest. And yeah, just... I, I spent all day Sunday just lying around doing nothing. Yeah, but Sunday, <laughs> that's what Sundays are for. Like, I wouldn't exactly. want to do the podcast on a Sunday because it would like, be too relaxed. Should I text we'd be him? Too, nah. We'd be too de stressed. We'd be too relaxed. It wouldn't be ranty enough. It wouldn't be ballsy enough. So, yeah. you know, there's no point. There's no point doing it on anything. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, because we are so busy, maybe we should be doing like six-figure Fit Pro online courses soon. <laughs> where we're at, I think that's that's the level that we're seeking, right? So, and maybe a little bit of an intrigue to what we're going to talk about today. So, a bit of a rundown, I guess. At the top of the show, I did say about functional training. Um, I have been given free reign by my current client employer to uh, get a bit angry with some people. Um, not angry, I guess, uh, but. Break some, uh, break some skulls um, about about some myths and uh, just stuff that I'm allowed to be controversial as long as it's not against brand. Apparently, so that's doing my head. Um, Good yeah. luck with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all right. So we then I'll answer a supplement question that we got given. Um, just to spend a, with it, literally, we we read it and we're like, all right, that'll take five minutes. So we'll answer that very quickly. Uh, we'll talk about functional dysfunctional training um, <laughs> because. It's hilarious to talk about it. Um, to be honest, it's it's an in- interesting topic, and in, in the last uh, 10, 20 years um, in health and fitness, I think most people will discuss function or functionality, and there'll be in such gyms that me and Dan have worked in together. We have I we have somewhere called a functional area, which mm. is, it still baffles me. Um, I, I I hate those dysfunctional areas. They're useless. Dysfunctionals and the functional areas. I'm not too sure what they mean, but because. Because a because a dysfunctional area isn't an area, <laughs> basically. Technically, uh, yeah. So we don't really know what's happening there. Um, yeah. Well, we'll talk. We can clearly kind of see what we're going to rant about, and then uh, already, already ranting about. It. <laughs> I'm um, Dan uh, wanted to talk about six-figure fitness pros. Um, just how many are there? They seem to be popping up on on Facebook quite a lot at the moment. Um, I think you're just getting angry at Facebook because uh, basically. Dan's been having some stalkers as well, so we'll uh, oh, we'll delve we'll delve into that, um, which is be quite hilarious. 
Um, yeah, so. I'm literally going to read one of them out. I'm re- literally going to read one of the messages <laughs> he's, that he's word on. Send me a text yesterday. It was just mad. Um, it's some, it is literally unbelievable. It's it's literally unbelievable. It, it's one of those. It's just frightening. Yeah. But um, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll keep the juicy shit for the end of the show. Right. Let's um, let's much. crack on. So all right. So um, should, should we, we give, question, give a shout out to um, SF Seven Fitness on Instagram, um, a chap. I'm too sure what his name is. SF? Something SF, I don't know. Um, yeah, basically, believe it or not, we have listeners that aren't PTs and coaches. He was like, I'm not a PT, I'm not a coach, I just like the podcast. I was like, oh, wow, thanks, man. Good, that's, that's, that's nice. Boom. Um, boom, wider audience. Um, so basically, with a little bit of rant about it, um, went back and forth, but he was just like, basically, good to get an educated view. So uh, interesting, he asked us. So I have limited knowledge. I sip BCAAs in a gallon jug throughout the day. I have glutamine after training and a shake or casein before bed. That's basically only any supplements I take. Um, It'd be good to get your views on what you use and (laughs) what those are actually doing. So I think I'll hand over to you, Mr. Meek. Um, I think we did cover our supplements a little bit in like a guide of what we Mm. kind of recommend. But I mean, our views are changing most of the time, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I tend to to just kind of defer. um, But I have the the stuff that I take and mostly it's taken from you. Um, So I don't buy it off you. I just... uh, I, I supply you, yeah. Yeah, basically. You're my dealer. <laughs> so. um, yeah, I think supplements is always um, obviously really interesting. And it still it still shocks me actually sometimes when I speak to people how much they are spending on supplements. Or um, I actually did it today because um, I'm doing some research and some work soon, which will be available. Don't want to tell you about it yet, but um, I was I basically... Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was basically on my protein and and just went on their top sellers. I was just like, I really, you know, I went on there. I just thought, right, what's the top ten sellers? And I couldn't believe the fact that I think four of them are just useless. They are they are literally useless. They have no research backing them up. They're just pointless. But I can see why people are buying them. So that you know, they're your CLA for fat loss, um, your BCAAs for muscle building, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I'll get onto the point about BCAAs and answer it directly in a minute. But um, it's just interesting to see that people are spending hundreds of pounds a month on supplements, um, very very unnecessarily, um, and. It's it's kind of frustrating sometimes when you hear people say, "Oh, I can't afford a coach, I can't afford it," or whatever. And you know, for some people, I understand that it, it is a lot of money, but 100, 100 to one hundred and twenty-five quid a month will get you a very decent coach, and that's what some of these people are spending on pointless supplements every yeah. month. Uh, and it's quite frightening, really, that you probably just need someone actually to tell you what to do. And they would probably tell you not to buy those supplements and you would actually be no worse off in terms of finances, but actually you'd be far better off in terms of your physique and your knowledge and understanding. But Amazingly, that kind of money can buy you a very, very shit-hot coach, basically. I'm going to yeah, me. Yeah, it can. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, but like, and again, maybe maybe sometimes we are a bit, you know, we are humble and we are, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't kind of like um, blow our own trumpet very often, but... I I will tell you now, everyone listen to this, that I guarantee in six months' time of spending that much money with a coach of either me or Tom, you will see a thousand times more improvement than you would from taking those supplements. Do you know how I know that? Because they make no difference. <laughs> um, 
so you know it's, it's kind of like a win-win like you literally can't lose because it, it is literally supplements are literally pointless for the vast majority of people uh, i'll go into why so there are only three supplements that i recommend to literally everybody um one of them i don't even class as a supplement anymore which is whey protein yep. um it's just not a supplement it's a food in my opinion like i i would treat it as such um there's nothing wrong with it uh, and the other two are uh vitamin d and omega-3 they're the two that they're pretty much dead on like everyone could take them and probably do well with them um vitamin d more for the uk based people because we don't get a lot of sunlight if you live in america on the west coast or um you live spain or whatever or dubai you'll be fine for vitamin d um it's very much dependent on weather and that's because our body synthesizes it directly from the sunlight so if we um so again if you if dark-skinned people they need more vitamin d uh, through supplementation because their body uh can't absorb the sunlight and turn you know this these chemical processes into vitamin d in your body essentially it's not like um it's not like photosynthesis with plants or anything but basically um the paler you are the more vitamin d you're synthesized from sunlight basically um and omega-3 yeah just in general for, for overall health um we know that that's extremely important. So they're the only three that I say to people when they first start with me, like, if you're not taking them, I'd recommend looking into them. Um, and most people are on on whey protein and omega-3. They're not on vitamin D, so that's generally the one I, I say, and it costs about £10 a month for a supply, I think. Not even that, five quid a month, I think it is. Um, so they're the kind of the only ones that I would recommend everyone buy. And they're the only ones that you need, in my opinion. You do not need anything else. If you were to say need, if you want, the next kind of step up to take is things like creatine, caffeine, and some carbohydrate shakes. If you really wanted them, they're the ones that are going to make a marked improvement on performance. Like they have science behind them, research backed. Um, they will improve performance at the right dosages. Um, creatine, again, has been shown time and time again. You don't need to have stupidly high doses. Um, I think, yeah, I really think don't. I think the book on creatine has has been written. Like it's 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 the most heavily researched um, supplement out there, pretty much, and it it mm. works like a lot. Yeah, of but of time. again, it, it might not every again, every single that, case, but yeah, but again, with that, I I've taken it before, and I don't really notice a huge a huge benefit like I mean, i'm not a, i'm not an athlete i'm not a powerlifter i'm not going for my life doesn't depend on setting pb so i still at this point uh, you know as an evidence-based practitioner knowing it has an effect i don't buy it like i don't spend my money on it it's, see, it's i've i've it's gone 15 quid months, i wouldn't bother yeah the, op- the opposite effect of i've i've kind of dabbled over the last i mean i've been with clarky for about a year year and a half and i i basically did a little bit of testing on myself and the, the times I made my best progress was I was on creatine and I mm-hmm. had everything down. Um, so I've gone back on it pretty much just yeah. because I feel like I saw the benefit of it. Um, maybe yeah. because my training intensities were better. Maybe I was a little bit flushed. I could grow more muscle. So it is cell swelling basically in it, Danny. So yeah. Yeah, it draws water into the cells and stuff exactly. as well. And it, it, if, if I was in your position, I'd take it as well. Yeah, Literally, like if just... I was... If I was th- if I wanted to set PBs and I was a powerlifter and I was doing limited reps each session, I'd be on it like in a flash. But at the moment, I just for me at the moment, eating a calorie surplus, training hard is what's going to get me my results. Growing muscle, creatine, I don't think is going to make a huge difference. Um, 
that's just my opinion. I just and the other thing, I just forget to take it every day and it bores me. I just can't <laughs> drinking it. But that's yeah. just by the by. Um, then you got caffeine and carb shakes, like I said, and then on top of that, you've got other things like beta alanine, multivitamins, BCAAs, like not. I don't even if they have a benefit that's very slight and probably can't really measure it. Beta alanine, I think, is probably maybe more beneficial for those people who um, have a very specific um, training intensity or schedule. And if they're a fighter, like they're doing rounds of of boxing or fighting, there's probably more research to show it would help with that. More like repeated bouts of exercise, CrossFit perhaps. Um, but again, I, I, it's putting a lot of pre-workouts because it gives you a tingle and that's what you think is helping and it's really not. But um, in in that, I, I do think that... Um, who's the guy? Are they, who was it? Who, who is it who asked the question? Uh, SF7 Fitness. Is that actually, I wouldn't recommend BCAs or glutamine at all. Like They're two that I think are pretty much, in my opinion fairly useless and that's not to say that you're that you know you that you're wrong buying them because i understand why you've bought them um but glutamine is the most abundant amino acid available in the body um your body can kind of make it itself um it does sometimes in periods of stress it finds it hard to make it but at the same time it's also an amino acid that's quite high in high proportions in nearly all meats and, and whey protein so chances are you're getting enough of it in your body um, for one and then same with BCAAs is that actually if you're eating enough protein at each meal you're getting enough branch chain amino acids to help with muscle protein synthesis and actually by sipping it through the day you're not adding anything not to your to your day other than maybe if it, if it flavors your water and it makes you drink more water that's great um, but I, I, it's an expensive way of putting sugar-free squash <laughs> drink really um, and, and and but don't get me wrong like I know people who are very, very good bodybuilders and very, very good powerlifters who take BCAAs still, even though they know there's no benefit to them, uh, no like reported benefit, they're like, yeah, but if it if it's only 0.1%, I don't care. I just like the taste of them. I like drinking them. And if they train fasted, they're like, actually, I prefer to have BCAAs if I train fasted. Um, is Are you training fasted then is my question. But I mean, uh, it's it's fine to have them. Um, I just think you have to know that they're probably not making a huge difference. Um, I think, yeah, if you're I... training first thing in the morning, protect muscle, then take them if you think it's going to help. Um, but if you hit protein overall through the day, you're fine with that. It's not um, it's not going to make or break your your progress. No, I think it'd be interesting to see uh, if you came off them, then obviously kept your protein tracking or your calorie tracking macro stuff to the same and see whether there's a difference in progress obviously evidence suggests not um but if there was some some kind of psychological effect of taking them then then that's that's worth taking them in my opinion if you really want it but, yeah and that, but then, but then, but then like some somebody saying like us saying that actually it's probably not making any benefit you're like oh well fuck that then um, I just so. think for what they cost as well, like they are quite an expensive supplement um, yeah. because they're touted as this muscle building thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. there is a there is a there is a physiological mechanism whereby your body can convert branched chain amino acids into glucose. So that's why people feel a benefit of taking them. That's why they feel like they're getting some kind of a buzz from them. So essentially, you're taking a protein supplement that costs a lot of money per serving um, to basically give your body glucose in a roundabout way. 
Yep. Um, it's called the the alanine cycle. It's called in the body, and you can go in and look at it after. But your body can basically take amino acids. They go to the liver and they get converted into into glucose, so your body can use that energy. Um, and that's kind of the theory of taking them during fasted training is that then your body won't then try and use protein from the muscle to do that. But your body's going to use the carbohydrate and fat stores potentially available to it anyway. Um, it is literally nitpicking at that point. And for 30 quid a tub that's going to last you a month, I just don't, it's just not worth it. Um, to be honest, that's, that's my, that's my view of it. And I still wouldn't take them now, even after to do fasted training. I just wouldn't bother. Cool. So we're saying, Go through your top three again. So, if you're going to take any supplements, whey, uh, whey protein, vitamin D, and omega three, they're the they're the three that are gonna you're gonna. And again, even with those, right, you're not probably going to see huge amounts of progress, but they're just good for your health. Yeah. Um, and the reality is that no supplement is going to get you that progress you desire. It's going to be calorie surplus, eating enough protein, lifting heavy weights. It's not the supplements. Perfect. Boom. Boom. Move on. All right. Done. That was more than five minutes, but yeah, you know. Uh, Dan's got a lot of a lot of chat in him. Um, cool. <clears throat> functional training. So there must be dysfunctional training. Yeah, I, I have to say, when I saw the title of your blog, Tom, I was very impressed because <laughs> it's, it's a question that I guess no one's really posed. Right? Is yeah, like, what is dysfunctional training then? Exactly. So <laughs> this is what uh, I'm allowed to talk about. Apparently, um, yeah. It's, it's just it's been a phrase that has been around for apparently 20 years. Um, this term "functional." Um, I'm using air quotes. This will be the podcast front of on Instagram. Will be me using air quotes the whole time. Um, functional training has been around for about 20 years, according to who's the guy? Functional move it screen with uh, Mike Ray Boyle. Cook. Gray Cook, Michael Boyle, wasn't it? Boyle did something, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I think they, I, I think those two are probably the leaders in functional training. But well, they've they got a lot all, to answer for. <laughs> but they also have, uh, yeah, they have a definition for it as well. So because those those two have gone away from big, basically deadlifting and squatting with every single athlete they've ever seen. So they, they spend a lot more time doing bi- uh, unilateral movements in in basically their philosophies, if you get what I mean. I hope you're following this, Dan. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and I've, I've actually got Mike Boyle's advances in functional training, and it's actually not a bad there we go. read if you, if you understand. Again, functional training for him is relative to his population. Exactly. So what i've basically i'm trying to i'm trying to write a little so let's i mean basically of most um, most of the people that listen to this podcast and uh, um most of their clients are going to be general population i'm i'm going to make this assumption okay um and basically what i what we try to do is within the realms of training um i've kind of put our categories of training and said why they're functional and why they're dysfunctional so a little bit of game and we can kind of explain why um so i think it's generally like the term functional is generally attached to people like box jumping and bosu ball like hopping and all this kind of crap cable swinging around like i don't know now the Aguilar basically training i think that is the term of I think that's what everybody oh that's functional right so what I'd like to say like functional is there must be a reason for it just given our give a rationale and then we'll 
be able to do it. So the best type of functional training is simply a program designed specifically for your sport or your needs. I would say that sums up functional training, hopefully. It's specifically designed for your needs, okay? So it does pretty much categorizes every single thing that you Uh, So that means it should be different for each person, Tom, right? Bingo. So functional... Oh my God, I could be a trainer. (laughs) I should be a trainer. So when somebody says functional training to someone, I was like, okay, cool. But what is the function? All right, so what are their needs? Basically is what we're asking and what we're going to be training for. As soon as we go against their needs and against their, basically, what they need to do, their goals, then then we edge into our other category, which is dysfunctional. So... Let's, let's summarize. So, if if Dan is a if Dan Dan is a bodybuilder of of sorts, a physique athlete. So, wow. <laughs> so um, an interesting fact about Dan: Dan likes cricket. Um, and thanks, Tom. Because <laughs> I wasn't cool enough already, <laughs> mate. Box boxy plays what volleyball? Oh, boxy rips me every day. <laughs> volleyball, cricket, yeah cricket wins um but cricket so if if we say dan's needs are for bodybuilding and his training for bodybuilding is very different for his training for cricket so every single time he runs up to do uh any kind of bowling or any kind of batting any kind of stability work that he's doing there the chances are it's not associated with his needs for bodybuilding so it totally depends on goal maybe for that session he was doing for cricket but I think his overall riding goal is going to be his performance on stage. Would I say that'd be right? Hopefully. So, any kind of training he's doing now, his functionality is for bodybuilding, but he could have dysfunctional training, which is cricket, I guess. Bowling, kind of sling patterns, all that kind of crap. It's not time and attention. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not also as well unilateral, right? And. Yeah that causes imbalances and that's not good for my physique so for your physique exactly so yeah exactly you're bowling with one arm the whole time you're not going to be like alright I just bowled that over with my right arm now I'm going to go with my left now because that'd be a great skill (laughs) you'd just be like oh shit it's come out the rubber end that'd be amazing (laughs) so I think that doesn't happen so in theory his, his sport is actually dysfunctional to his other one so I think hopefully people realise what that means functional training is going against your goal and what your person's saying so usually the goal is to look better okay so pretty much anything's going to be going for it but i think for general population i've well, we tried to summarize what kind of type of sports and what kind of training there is so i've put probably and i put coached well <laughs> performed properly for general population as a whole cross fit cross training is probably the most functional i would say drop mic leave go why why would we say that we're joking um i think if if we bear it down okay it's probably the most rounded workout because yeah it it also works all the major muscle groups usually usually in one short space of time yeah um, and within cross training is what it was originally called um, there, there's an element of strength there is some strength training compound lifts they they, do, they definitely do focus on mobility there is mobility wads there's that kind of preemptive workout stuff there's definitely some cardio in there 
awesome and there's definitely some hit training so for yep. me as for kind of all-round function for general pop i'd say that is the way to go performed correctly i can't stress that enough performed yep. well with a coach that knows this, what the fuck they're doing um not me or dan because we've done crossfit and injured ourselves so um yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah. so yeah it's, you're gonna get stronger through right you're not gonna get stronger you're gonna get better at all of those things essentially but you will plateau unless you focus on it i think when does crossfit become dysfunctional is when you want to focus on something i feel so if you wanted to focus on mobility the chances are you doing jerks and stuff for time or overhead pressing they do a hell of a lot of overhead work right yeah um doing that for time for reps and you want to get better and more mobile that's not going to help um chances are you're going to get tighter you're trapped you're going to probably start using your your upper traps instead of your lower for st stabilizing that's going to cause dysfunction any kind of pull-ups yes when you're <laughs> kicking back and making your shoulder kind of roll in and out so if you think of the mobility stability model and the chances are that our scapula is not staying kind of locked in down and not in upward rotation um, then that is dysfunctional to what we want it to be mobility wise so that's how we can flip that out okay cool hang in with mm -hmm. me Dan so general population I'm still with you mate you're still with me cool so let's look at another type of training I feel like strong man is probably the most functional for the general population if they want to get strong for daily yeah. life let's say that clues, clues in the title is it strong man yeah I think strong man training is probably where you need to go um just because they stick to like basic muscle groups and basic compound lifts and it's it's they're just pushing well, push pull legs and that is it that's all they do they carry stuff what is it carry core conditioning we talked about yeah carry it's core like <laughs> literally if we put a uh, put a strongman training program together it'd literally just be heavy pull heavy push heavy legs and then like carry core conditioning that would all it be it might not even be fucking mm. core to be honest those guys are units conditioning eh, they, they do a bit of conditioning don't they because they need intraset stuff so yeah 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 you can see him move um, then a lot of their stuff's like AMRAP or as many as you can yeah, in a certain time go, period so yeah. it's all well and good having like a strong squat or a deadlift but it's like you have to do 10 yeah. or you yeah, know like, you have to do like the farmer's walks or the yoke walks for a like time I remember just... was it John Clarkey had in his like Midlands event they just it was it like a just 260 280 kilos on the bar and it was just amrap go see how many squats you can do and i was like uh none yeah that's <laughs> so, like, uh, it was like clarky reset that reset that bar for I me think, <laughs> i think he hit out like 11 it was just mad 11 or 12 so oh, but strongman depth is a little bit different um to powerlifting so and then i think though i think those two as rounded as they be for most variations are probably decent and arguably everything's arguable but i think that possibly powerlifting and bodybuilding for general population are probably the most dysfunctional training methods for day-to-day -day life yeah possibly if we're just talking day-to-day, -day, being awesome, training for life, hashtag training for life. I think that's a hashtag that my gym is. Um, <laughs> they're probably, yeah, because like, if you look at my training a hell of a lot, like 
I literally move in the sagittal plane the whole time. I don't deviate from it. Um, anything, I don't do much unilateral work, to be honest. I probably do two exercises a week unilateral. Um, mm. So it's a bit odd. Um, I feel, and I'm just gearing up. All all of your effort is to gear towards competition, not for life, not for training for an NFL, which I guess is functional for that. But dysfunctional for anything else, I think it kind of puts you on the wrong path, mobility wise. It's yeah, definitely. And then bodybuilding, yeah. you can you can talk about bodybuilding, mate. Um, well, I mean, the, the function of bodybuilding is to look good. Like, so my argument would be that technically most general pop are interested in that like that's a function yeah. um, of what they're looking to get out of training so you know the, the amount of people are coming oh, I want bigger arms more defined chest bigger legs whatever it is uh, and bodybuilding is just a way of, of looking and being bigger yeah so um, yeah as a function of I think well if we if we go back to what we've summarized it as is a program decided specifically for your sport or needs I guess yeah obviously bodybuilding for bodybuilding is functional but for anything else it hasn't got much crossover well not unless your main goal or need is to look better <laughs> no I'm saying that, that that's the main need yeah okay, yeah, so, yeah so obviously strongman training is good for strongman crossfit training is good for crossfit so but if we were to supplement that to any other training so saying if you had to do any other training would you do strongman for bodybuilding or would you do powerlifting for bodybuilding or would you do would would they have a would they have a crossover i think i think that's where you have to summarize whether they're increasingly functional or not do they do they apply to other could you do a bout of crossfit and be okay at bodybuilding or um, well, some of the crossfit guys are pretty, pretty fucking good fucking um, yeah but a lot of bodybuilders do do powerlifting um, in their off yeah. seasons so you know it does correspond and you know like Emil who's a coach at Team Box he used to be a strong man and he looks pretty fucking good now so he's got a pretty good foundation there um, but ultimately with bodybuilding is you need to strip the fat away to kind of know how good you look I suppose which is another yeah. aspect which is totally different obviously with dieting and a totally different aspect to what we're talking about but um, <laughs> I think that it probably has a decent crossover to powerlifting because I do believe that bodybuilders still need to be strong as well. But strongman again wouldn't really be important. It wouldn't really cross over. CrossFit uh, to a degree, well, maybe conditioning, maybe, maybe, maybe but, maybe, but it's, it's, a, it's a hard push. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a weird, to, isn't to it? it's of... a weird situation because uh, yeah, fucking message us if you you've got a view on that. Of probably every single person does. What if apart from obviously for that specific need. What has the best crossover? So, would you could you train some CrossFit and be do decent in a powerlifting competition, or be hit some bigger numbers? Could you do strongman and end up being better at CrossFit? Could you do that? That'd be interesting to see. Obviously, sport specific, we start thinking about oh, I've got to use some sort of triplane motion, and then we start talking into uh, what did fuck Gary Gray and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure you can. We were talking about that actually for cycling, just off cuff. Uh, there was there's a book uh, that myself and Mr. Will Downing were looking at, and uh, it was like talking about planes in motion, and we were like, uh, <laughs> what other plane are you moving? Yeah. Like is there? And he was like, I'm pretty all, sure. all that rotation you in cycling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could find something in the hip that is uh, some sort of planar rotational. <laughs> I was I like, People try oh. to find anything, don't they? <laughs> it's like it's like uh, when physios talk. Well, it's like what 
what uh, anatomical motions does the knee do? And then I'm like, uh, flexion extension. That's all. It's all I want it to do. And I was like, yeah, there's certain deviations though. We can get some circumduction. And it's like, no, I don't want it to do that though. I don't want any abduction or adduction or of the knee. It's like that's, that, that's a crook. Like <laughs> that's a ligament tear. That's what <laughs> hurt last time. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. So look out for my piece on that because I think it's a weird. It's a weird topic that I don't think a lot of people. I think a lot of people talk about functionality, but don't really know what it means. I think across. Oh, hundred percent. I just yeah. it's just a it's just a buzzword it's, now, and people yeah. jump on it. And if you if you're not if you're not functional training, you're a weirdo, and it's like, well, you don't know what it means. <laughs> and it's like function. Obviously, if the guy wants to get really good at monkey bars, then he should be on the monkey bars. Like that's that's fair enough. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say a hundred percent. CrossFit, strongman, powerlifting, and bodybuilding training have far more of a carryover to every other sport or any other need than bosu ball training and box jumps and stuff. Mm, and I, but I think that that's what um, they get classed as functional because they're cool and weird and they're on kind of wobbly boards and stuff like that. But Well, it's think, because you, what else do you call them? Yeah. <laughs> circuit, bullshit circuit training. Classes don't really, circuit bullshit classes training. doesn't really sound good, does it? <laughs> so, bullshit so. training. So, it's crap. Like... It's all very well, like training our sling patterns and our throwing actions. <clears throat> yeah, somebody will know that massive cough was to, to whatever functional patterns would uh, we would be training. Um, yeah, that's what they. It's depending on goal. If your goal is to just to run and throw stuff, then by all means, go go and train with sling patterns. Um, but if it's to do other any if and other, then don't train for that. There, there's scientific evidence to do some sort of squatting and stuff to get better at jumping, um, and mm. box jumping and stuff like that. So cool, function, weird topic. I thought we'd cap that there, Daniel. Enough ranty, information, yeah. overload, bang. So. All right, cool, should we have a little break? We've got time for a break. Yeah, yeah we'll have a little break, break yeah. and then we'll come back on the other side. We'll talk about fucking six figure fitness pros. We're back. Cool. We are. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's, let's rocket through this. Yeah. So it's just um, all over Facebook at the moment. Seems to be this um, these adverts popping up all on my newsfeed. Um, mate, every, everything's going me. off on your Facebook, isn't it? Jeez. Oh, mate, yeah. So we'll start. We'll start. We'll talk about this one first, and we'll go on to that bit in a bit. Um, so that. It's like, and to be fair to me, the marketing's pretty spot on because it's coming up on my newsfeed. So, you know, like, <laughs> it's this concept of like the six-figure fit pro, and it's like, oh, are you bored of having no leads and all this sort of stuff, and you need to be marketing towards your clients better and all this sort of bullshit. Um, and there's like this theory that for some reason, if you're not a six-figure fit pro, that you're failing. Like, you should be making six figures. It's just ludicrous. Um, and they're just, again, it's just much, much the same, in my opinion, that. Um, that you know, like people who buy you know fat loss teas and you know fat loss shakes and all this sort of stuff is it's is it's the whole thing of like you want the quick fix and you want you want to be better as quickly as possible and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and in the reality, it's just not what happens. Um, it's it all sounds good. It sounds great. You get the sales pitch and brilliant. And 
and the problem with a lot of these courses I'm having is that you know I'm hearing stories from people saying they like pay eight grand to go on this course and they basically just tell them to basically be horrible salesmen on the phone to people and just like get their money as quick as you can and you know sell them this plan and and it is just a bit of a a shitty way of doing things um and there are obviously good people out there doing it like i am not saying there isn't like i know of i don't know but i know of one or two um so that's that's all right um but it's just the whole thing around like i'll be honest i'll die a happy man if i don't ever make it to six figures in a year like i don't see that as like a, a huge goal like it's not it's not it shouldn't be all about that i don't understand how there's this kind of like dream of being a six-figure online coach. I just don't think, to be honest, it's gonna it's gonna happen for a lot of people, whether you take these courses or not. Um, just like we can't all be Mr. Olympia or can't all step on stage at you know the the Arnold's, like it's just not gonna happen for some people. Um, but it, it it's more the fact that they're just misleading people and they're just taking thousands and thousands of pounds off them and not really giving them a lot back or not really giving them a lot in return. Um, just from what I've heard, but. Um, yeah, I just don't want people listening to feel like if they're that they might feel tempted to find out about these people a little bit more or consider going on these courses. I just think it's a very risky kind of game because they often ask for a lot of money up front um, from what I've seen. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of them, Tom. Um, they definitely they they crop up from time to time, but not so much on my feed, to be honest. Um, the only the the one thing I would like to know is are these six figure the people who are selling these courses or saying how to be six figure fit pros are they six figure fit pros? I can guarantee in ninety five percent of the people that I've seen probably not because like, I then I I realise that you don't have to do the thing to become an expert in it but I find it very it helps you, right? <laughs> but like yeah like the kind of Say what you see, do what you kind of preach or whatever. Um, walk, talk, oh, fucking walk and talk, basically. Walk, I can't, walk. I can't walk. fucking talk. Um, walk the walk, talk, talk, all that business. Fucking do it. I don't. If they, if they are a hundred grand a year, kind of fit pro, then I would be like, all right, well, why, why have you gone away from doing the? fitness pro thing then you're clearly earning a lot of money um yeah exactly yeah. And that, that's, that's my whole that was come on to my next point was the reason that they are six figure fit pros is because they charge people eight thousand pound a time to find out if you if you if you want to be a, a six figure fit pro so by that definition they only need to get what 15 people sign up they are now a six-figure fit brush. They say they, they can say they are, but yeah. the reality is, if you're charging clients, you know, 120, 150 pound a month for coaching, it takes a lot of clients and a lot of coaching to be a six-figure fit pro. Like you're, if you're a six-figure fit pro and you're coaching clients, at some point along the line, I'm gonna guess you're cutting corners at some point, unless you're charging a lot of money. Yeah, like we cap, we cap our client numbers at a certain amount because we know we can only give them a certain amount of our time each day. We only have a certain amount of time to do social media and writing content and coming up with new ideas and all this sort of stuff that we know we can only take 30 clients. And we're pretty happy with that. We know through the maths, we know we're okay. Um, and it's the frustration that like these people might, if they are, if you were earning that much money, you would need about 60, 70 clients a month. And you, so you've got to update those people every week on how they're doing, which would be real fucking easy if you had a cookie cutter plan and you were just throwing out chicken, rice, chicken, rice, chicken, rice to everyone. Um, that's easy then, right? 
Um, and it, it's just frustration. It's just, frust- it's, just uh, it's just frustrating because the people in this industry I know who are earning a lot of money don't sell these courses. They just crack on with their shit. They just do yeah. their thing. They keep going. They build their business. They build their brand. They become better and better and better. Um, and if anything, they don't actually give away their kind of secrets in quotation marks. Um, because, well, why would they? Because they're doing so well. They're so good. Why would they need to sell to you their big plan and grand idea? Because surely they should be doing it. Yeah. And therefore, they don't have the time to sell their idea because they're doing it. Um, and I think it's just a bit of a bit of um, skepticism with it would be really, really useful. And I know that, like I said, our listenership hopefully is more trainers that kind of thing i just wanted to get out there and just say look you've probably seen them pop up and i just think it's it's very very kind of ballsy marketing by the people doing it and i seriously would question the legitimacy of what they're doing and and the ability they have to give you what they say they are Um, i think i think it's always i think it's interesting I think this is where I fall down on their stuff because they're they're not giving any anything away for free. You have to sign up for them, blah blah blah, all that. But I think if you look across the board, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say we we fall in this category, but because this is what we've chosen to do through people we follow, who people who we uh, kind of I don't know mirror ourselves on is our content. If you want us, it, we're either free. Or we're this is our price. Like mm. we don't kind of give discounts. They don't give like stuff in between. It's a, it's a weird kind of just thinking about it. Like because obviously they they literally don't give anyway for free. You have to sign up for this whatever. Go to this seminar and then they <clears throat> hound you or whatever. I feel like yeah, become a good it, coach and earn decent money. You either get people to know you and then like this is my rate and you stick it, to it's, it. it. It's funny though because I mean, and again, I don't want to give away too much, but. In terms of like marketing strategies and that kind of thing, I, I I think to say that I know about it is is ludicrous. I don't. I'm literally have no clue what I'm doing. I have had to learn on the job what I'm doing. But I also read a, a blog today by Tony Gentlecore, um, and he basically just said, "Get good at doing your shit, and people will pay for your services." Like yeah. you can market yourself to the hilt, but if you're shit, you're shit. Um, and and I I signed up for one of these 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 six figure Fit Pro things. They they had like a free um, Facebook ads thing or something. And I thought, you know what? Let's have a little look. Let's see what happens. Let's see what this is all about. And I I, I kind of know how to do that sort of stuff. But I thought, you know, you know for free, why not? Um, and I can tell you now what his fucking um, marketing strategy for these people is going to be because since then. I have had my junk email inbox. Every third email in here is from the guy. Sunday, uh, Monday, Sunday, um, Thursday, Tuesday. Like, you can't miss this. Like, oh, limited time only. Like, it's just like, um, mate, it doesn't work with me. It doesn't work on me like that. Like, those kind of standard marketing yeah. tactics just don't work for me. Um, and I just I'm, I would be like, well, mate, you're sitting in my junk email folder, like you're not doing anything. Like, <laughs> but they cast their net to however yeah, many thousands, and, and they're hoping for, like you say, they charge eight grand. So and for if me, I get hundred thousand people, but I get ten, amazing, I'm yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, and it's like hounding people just for me isn't a good marketing strategy, sales strategy. Like hounding people for their email address, their their. Uh, their money, their email, their, you know, their phone number, whatever it is. It's just like, 
mate, that's not going to work me. If I want to <laughs> do it, I'll do it. If I'm ready, I'm ready. Don't try and force me into something I don't want to do. That's automatically for me as a red screener. I, I just put the blocks up. I was like, no, I'm not interested. Even if I was interested before, I'm not now because the way you are. Um, <laughs> it's like when it's like when I've tried to buy a car before. Um, when I recently got uh, my car when I moved to Bath, um, I thought, oh, fucking hate dealing with car salesmen, all this sort of stuff. First, first one I went into, the guy was just really standoffish and was just like, look, mate, just have a look at the car, do what you need to do, it's fine. And it was really refreshing. And I was straight away was asking him questions, a bit more intri- intrigued about it. But the guys that come over and like, what's your budget? What are you looking for? Oh, no, this car's amazing. I can get this great deal on finance. It's like, I didn't even ask about finance, mate. Like, don't, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, it's the same thing. It's kind of like just in your face. Shit, I don't need it. Just go away from me. And it's, it's very much like that in the fitness world at the moment is people are just trying to hound you for everything. Um, and I just don't, I just don't like it personally, but I mean, other people might find it works for them. Um, it might, or might not, who knows? <laughs> but I th- all I'm saying is I think, I think that that's what they would do with these people on their courses. They just be like, Oh yeah, you got to get loads of email addresses. You got to email them every day. Tell them you've got special deals on. It's just like, yeah. I'm not a six figure. Nineties. I'm not a six-figure fit pro, but all of my online guys are people right now. And I have not taken like a client through like a promotion or anything like that. All of my clients have been referral, and mm. then that is it. I feel yeah. like that—that's that, where your business is. Like we've, I think we said that before. It's like your business is the business you've got right now, and then people are going to give your name to somebody and be like, "All right, this guy's good. Yeah, go." And yeah, that's how you just hope my, that. my network's growing a little bit better. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, you just but... you just you just you just hope that you know you that you're personable enough that you give people enough information and knowledge and that I'm they. Six figure, mate. So yeah, I'm many five figure shit, man. <laughs> like, I just think well, that's a, that's a big range. That could be ten grand. That could be ninety nine grand. Yeah, I, I, that was a joke. But yeah, like, it, it, like, and I, you know, I got a client. I think um, Paul Ellis, who listens to the podcast, I got a client through this, essentially through this podcast, and it was really refreshing talking to him on the phone. It was just like I didn't have to sell anything. I didn't think I did. <laughs> I <hope laughs> um, but he was just like, yeah, I listen to the podcast, and like, yeah, I'm really ready to kind of crack on with things now. And I just think it's just a nice way of doing business is just like, a mutual respect and just. Uh, I always say to every, every inquiry phone call I have, I'm always like, look, take your time to think about it. Like, go away, spend a couple of days, work out if you can afford it. Because I don't want someone to sign up and then a month later go, oh, actually, I can't do it anymore. I, I haven't got enough money. I want them to be in it for six months, 12 months, and I want them to be a nice, easy person to talk to, not feel like that they, they're they pressured into something that they don't want. Um, and yeah, it's kind of the way it is. Um, it would. But yeah, moving on to inquiries. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Uh, so, uh, you, you should, yeah, you should rant about this. But apparently, uh, so yeah, uh, I, had, odd, um, I had, I had a um, on Saturday. What day are we on here? Tuesday on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday maybe. I had um, a, a, a message on my Facebook page from a guy um, who whose who's Facebook profile was like um, a picture. His profile picture was just a picture of like a, a city. Um, no other information about the guy on his profile at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, man, are you a personal trainer? And I was just like, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I was, I, was, I was really civil to him. I was really nice. I was chatting, you know, exchanging messages. And he was like, oh, yeah, um, 
he's like, yeah, I really want to get into health and fitness. I know I need to get better at doing these sorts of things. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I can help you with that. You know, have a look at our website. There's loads of information. Or find us on Facebook. Oh yeah, but you know, motivation is my problem. Blah blah. blah. And this went back and forth constantly. And in the end, he basically just kept saying, yeah, but I just won't stick to it. I can't stick to it. I'm not motivated. How do you get motivated? And in the end, I just said, yeah, maybe you're not right then. Like, don't worry about it, kind of thing. Left it. And then he just kept messaging me constantly. He was like, oh, sorry if my, you know, I, I just get really um, nervous. And I'm just like, oh, that's fine. I was like, I just think you need to see someone else except me. You see someone in person, it'd be easier for you. And kind of trying to not fob him off, but just be like, look, I don't really, I'm not interested. Um, and then he started sending messages like, oh, sorry if my, you know, my personal problems are making or affecting you. I'm just like, wow, this is weird. And I just ignored him again. And then I got another one that was like, oh, really sorry for wasting your time. All this. So I just ignored it. Um, and then I had a great one yesterday. Same thing. And, and these guys are all generic names like John Smith, David Jones. Like they're never like, you mm. know, Daniel Meek or well, Tom Hall's pretty funny. <laughs> but um, they're always kind of generic names. And, and my, my view of it is always if I get a, an inquiry from a person on Facebook and I can see a picture, I go on their profile and I can see that they're, they're, they're a human being um, and that, you know, they have a life, then I'll always be professional and, and, on, and all that sort of stuff. That's fine. But I had another one from another guy, another generic name another profile picture of just like a, a quote um you know, like our greatest glory is in not in never falling but in rising well like, shit um no cover picture no friends no events no posts no shares no anything of anything yeah uh, so he messages me and goes oh hey man are you a fitness instructor literally exactly the same as the guy did um so i put no i'm a hairdresser thinking he'd see the sarcasm and be like, hey, you're an idiot. You're, you know. anyway, so then, the, 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 then the, the conversation ensues and he's like, oh, I see. Sorry, I thought you were a gym trainer. And I was like, I, I then put, what would give you that idea? Question mark. Um, and basically, I was just trolling the shit out of him because I was like, mate, you are seriously doing my head in. It could be the same guy. Um, and he was like, oh, from your page, I just thought, you know, I'm looking to improve my health and fitness. And I just put, well, I'd probably eat more veg. Maybe that'd be a good start. But like I said, I don't really know. I'm a hairdresser. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, sorry for bothering me, bothering you. Uh, and then that was it. And then he sent me another message a couple of hours later. Oh, you really know how to mess with my confidence. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Do you need a haircut kind of thing? And just kept playing <laughs> to this facade that I was his hairdresser. Um, and yeah, he just kept, kept messaging me, just kept messaging me and messaging me and messaging me. And I just basically was just like, just replying with this thing of, oh, I'm a hairdresser. I'm a hairdresser. Um, and yeah, just really weird, really, really weird, like it's... odd. Like, and it's just a lesson that in like, just don't waste your time with these people who are messaging just to waste your time. Like, he's never going to sign up for coaching ever. I can sense it from the moment he messaged me, or the moment the other guy started talking when he was like, "Yeah, I can't get motivated. Um, you know, I just don't. I can't do it, man. I'm a waste of space. I don't deserve to be positive. I don't deserve positivity." I'm like, "Well, I'm not working with you. Like, no way." Um, even if he decided he thought you'd sign up, it's not worth your time because he's going to be a, such a hard client. Um, so yeah, it's 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 hard, but it's sometimes it's you just have to sometimes save yourself from the torment. Because um, I know you won't mind me saying this, but another another client of Team Box who's also a trainer uh, messaged me because he had the same guy message him, and he's been like messaging for two weeks, like trying to help him through you know and i just i just said to him said, look don't waste your time like these people are just doing that they're just wasting your time they're bored they're lonely at home they're not who they say they are you know they're just catfishes they just don't care uh, they're probably bored um 
just leave it be. Um, but it was just hilarious. I just found it so funny. This guy just did not did not call me out. He was just like, and then on one of the messages, he was like, oh, why? if you're a hairdresser, why have you got a fitness page but you don't acknowledge it? <laughs> um, I, and I just put like, I think I replied, if you're into fitness pages, why are you still messaging a hairdresser? <laughs> uh, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And he's just like, and then he said, oh, do you never get anyone ask you if you're into fitness then because your page and I just put, no, you're literally the first person to ever ask me. That's why I'm so confused. <laughs> just like, I was like, mate, you don't get it. And oh, I, it's really like, odd. It's really weird. But Facebook's like that, right? You have to just take it the rough with the smooth. Like you just you get. I mean, we've we've it. all like we've all watched. Have you have you watched Catfish? Yeah, I watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah I love it. Brilliant. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> the funny thing about Catfish. And the reason that I'm really sceptical now is because they're never who they say they are. Yeah. Literally never. Um, yeah, it's just, I just don't get it. See, I really wanted it to be a case of, like, he lives in Bath and then Dan's going to meet him at some point. They're going to meet each other at a hairdresser's. Uh, I don't know why you'd be at hairdresser's, but uh, not too uh, sure. it's, it's just that, it's just <laughs> the whole, like, uh, meet you in the like gym, every post on my page is about, like, meal frequency or, like, training or nutrition. Like, and he just, I was just like, mate, you're an idiot. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was just funny, um, but that's stupid Very things. On the so yeah, stupid things on the internet. Catfish, great, great show. Uh, obviously, uh, if you haven't watched Catfish, watch Catfish because you'll go watch Catfish. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. phenomenal. But apparently, it's one great of what, what what because Dan sent me uh, the uh, messages, and then uh, <laughs> apparently I'm friends with one of these people. And well, I yeah, was exactly. Just, yeah. I was I just like, that. all right. I accepted it. I, I was, accepted I, it because I have two mutual friends. I was like, oh, I, I probably think, someone. I think I accepted it because he was he was friends with Mike Harrison and Tom, Hadf- Tom yeah. Hadfield I was like oh I know those guys they're both fitness guys I was like obviously you must be either a listener of the podcast or there's lots of yeah. us that have the same kind of internet friends quotation marks like yeah we just all know each other through the realms of the internet and through fitness kind of thing and I was like oh you must be one of those guys uh, that's cool and then yeah I think I went on one of these guys pages and it was just he's either sharing just one person's thing the whole time or there's nothing there and it's just, it's like, just nothing. It's just it's that's weird. The, that's the, and, the, the, and the other thing, the other thing, and again, this is going to sound a bit bad, but <laughs> the other thing is that some of them who who are a bit more a bit more normal in terms of their profile and how it looks, but they don't have any pictures of themselves. Their friends are always models, like always models, like pictures of modelled people. You know, like no real life pictures, like all like photo shoot pictures. And I'm like, they're all just catfishes. You're just catfish friends. You all <laughs> sit in your group and just catfish and just uh, it's just. Oh, it just annoys me, mate. That's um, why they're all uh, they're all friends with me, aren't they? That's why. That's all my yeah, friends. <laughs> right, that's it. Podcast over. Rant over. I'm done. I need to get some food. All right, awesome. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We got some. We have actually got some guests. Um, they got a couple lined up for the end of March, so listen out yep. for them. They'll be good. Um, if you got any questions, go send us. Go get in that Facebook group. Go give some ratings and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. We only had like two reviews since the last time we told you to review. We've had about. <laughs> Three listeners since then, think, so yeah, at least three. Um, we're doing well, so um, yeah, go go up there. Um, where are we? Where's this coming up? Late February. Um, yeah, anything Team Box news? All good? No, all good, mate. Yeah, all good. Yeah, go see Team Box. Go follow all their stuff. Go follow me. Um, Instagram, blah blah blah. Um, look out for some interesting journals through. Obviously, I work with a company called Third Space. Um, there'll be some interesting uh, blogs. 
Obviously, it's, mm. it's aimed, aimed at the general population, so I'm not allowed to use... Si- I'm, I got told I'm not allowed to use science-y words. Um, but... Functional. <laughs> so I, I've, I've got to try and, uh, yeah, uh, just do it a little bit better. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. Catch you later.